listening to Into the Arena, a Hunger Games podcast sparking the fandom one episode at a time with your hosts, Holly and Emily. Special thanks for music by Sam Cushion. Welcome back, Tributes, to episode 11 of Into the Arena. I'm Holly. And I'm Emily. And today's episode is a very controversial one. It is our Gale Hate Club episode, a deep (laughs) dive into the character that is Gale Hawthorne. Um, But in the meantime, before we jump into things, make sure to follow us on our Instagram, our TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, everything at Into the Arena Podcast on all our platforms, and join us for Mockingjay Monday. It's pretty much just a little book talk, book discussion, so if you have time and you want to read some ballad with us, join us on our live on Instagram. Yeah, (laughs) I guess getting right into Gale, kind of our pregame, it's all going to be Gale-related, but we asked you guys, our listeners, if you had any hot takes, feelings, opinions on Gale, because definitely we want to incorporate what the fandom thinks, what you guys think. Um, so, I guess I'll just start reading them. Uh, let me think what, like, order we want to go in here. I'll just, I'll read the kind of, like, shorter ones first. Okay. So, from Rochelle... <laughs> Some people just responded, like, that they, you know, that they hate Gale. So she just said, we stand a Gale hate club. Yes. Join the the Gale hate club, please. <laughs> Official member. <laughs> We're actually going to do our initiation coming up, guys, to the Gale hate club. And if you want to be a part of it, let us know because we need as many people. <laughs> Send us your Gale hate. <laughs> Hunger Games fanboy. I, I don't actually know Hunger Game, Games fanboy's name. Um, but said, I don't hate him. I just think he's a very unlucky person, which I think is interesting. I don't know if we want to discuss each one of these or if we're like kind of going to get into it, but Mm -hmm. do you think he's just an unlucky person? I don't think he's unlucky. I feel like that's not the word to describe him in the series. Like there's definitely other characters I can pick that are more unlucky than he is. I just think that like he's unlucky in the sense that he lost the love of his life but what did he do about it (laughs) it's unlucky that Katniss was picked yeah Yeah. but yeah it's unlucky that Prim is the unlucky one (laughs) yes that's what I was gonna say Prim is my unlucky character I mean I guess it's unlucky but I guess I I wouldn't use you're right unlucky isn't the right word to say like it's unlucky Mm -hmm. that like Prim died because of his actions because of the bombs but i feel like that was more it's not so much unluckiness as just like what he chose to be Mm -hmm. involved in right so not the word i would use but i get it i i mean i see he's unlucky that he stuck at home being the little sweetheart but whatever (laughs) um we love the boy with the bread love that name um said Mm -hmm. we love gail hate club i think he's very aware of himself and knows exactly what he wants but not others like katniss katniss didn't want to kill people or start a war but that's all he wanted yeah i think that's true that's pretty much his mentality in as we start to see in catching fire yeah that i think he wants the revolution and the rebellion more than more than anything else i think that he's a very like self selfless person if that makes sense like he will die for the cause that that he's really passionate about but when he comes back home or when Katniss comes back home from the first games like it's not about Katniss anymore it's all about him and his emotions and what he's going through as opposed to what she's going through and so it's just like a downward spiral at that point in my opinion Mm mm-hmm so thank you. We love the boy so, with the yeah, red. Yeah, that was a good description. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. This one's really funny from um, Megan. Hot take. Gail is the straight worst. I don't know if it's a hot take, but <laughs> I love it. I honestly think he only wanted to be friends with her to get in her pants. I also 
think that if he was in the Hunger Games with Katniss, he would have killed her and not even had a second thought. Team Penis forever. See, okay, I... I actually have been, I'll get more into it, but I have been arguing with people since 2010 that if Gale and Katniss were in the, the arena, that Gale is not going to kill Katniss. Like, no way. Yeah. I just can't get on board with that that hot take. I think it's kind of extreme. I think we should definitely get into it in a little bit, but the people that he does care about, he cares about them so intensely i think he just becomes blind to everything around him and so i don't think he would be able to kill her but at the same time i don't think they would have been able to pull off some sort of like rebellion situation as well like i don't even know i honestly think they would have to send mutts into that situation if i'm being honest with you yeah that's exactly what i think would happen i don't think they would come to that that point of figuring out a way for them to both win um mm-hmm. Because I, I don't think the rules would have changed for the two of them. Because they would have been together regardless. Whereas Katniss and Peter, they had to kind of come up with that new rule to get them together. Because the audience wanted to see them together. So mm-hmm. I don't think they would have come down to the two of them and, and figured out a way for them to both get out of it. Um, but the capital would definitely have had to send Mutz in or something. And then one of them would just end up dying in the process. I don't think Gail yeah. would, would kill her. Like, there's no way. He does care about the people that he <laughs> loves a lot. And he loves Katniss, so... Mm-hmm. I just don't see it. But, I mean, the part about getting into her pants is one thing <laughs> that I could see. I could see. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, because she was, like, how old? Like, he was 12? 14. When they first met, and he was 14, at that point, I think he was just kind of like, oh, girls. Then, like, like, I don't think he but was. But then he, like, grew into her, I feel like. He's like, ooh, Katniss, you know? like. Yeah, but then that's, like, based on, like, a relationship. Yeah, but then he wanted to get in her pants. Right, and not so much just, like, just wanting to get into her pants. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just have such a hard time, like, understanding Gale fully because he's just so, like, destructive. He's just, like touches something and then destroys it or expects to be like pitied all the time expects to be like waited on hand and foot doesn't get his way he's like a toddler honestly okay so so you're agreeing with this hot take of megan's that i mean i agree gail is the straight worst like Mm -hmm. that far we can agree on that's fantastic but you think he was friends with her just to get in her pants i feel like it was probably like 70 percent of the reason why he stayed her friend oh wow okay because <laughs> he wanted to be with her okay megan interesting hot take <laughs> we love megan she's also being initiated to our gale hate club too so yeah <laughs> yes welcome to the club okay and this next comment is from tor six who is a gale defender so not a part of our gale hate club but you're, you're allowed to have your own opinion. We're not here to bash people with their own opinion. So Torsik said, everyone is like Gale and Gale is evil. Or they're going to give us their reasons as to why they enjoy Gale. So Gale is cool and should have been with Katniss, not Peeta, because Gale fed Katniss's family during the Hunger Games. Um, Gale saw Prim as a second sister and he was friends with Katniss and brought her bread for free. You know how expensive that is true they hunt together and they were close but no simp god had to take the love of his life away and he was talking about a rebellion way before the rebellion actually happened um he did not want his family and friends and others to live as poor of a life as they had lived and so when 12 got bombed he didn't want to kill prim it was by accident but now panem is under is happy under the command of commander paler so he really is is so is he really the butthole or is it Peta who loved Katniss and went to the arena with her and took Gail's future wife? I don't he didn't do that on purpose. It's not like Peta was like reefed in and like um but he didn't choose to go into the games and steal someone's future wife. And they're definitely Team Gail, hashtag die Peta die. <laughs> Peta took Gail's best friend away for him going into the arena. Hashtag Team Gail. I can see so I can I mean like I will defend Gail 
in the first book and movie. Like 100%. Putting yourself into Gail's position and watching your best friend, the love of your life, all that you know, go off to this arena and then like play this showmance up out of nowhere. Like that's completely out of Katniss's character of what he knows of her. I completely get it. I would be like, um, what are you doing? Get back home right now. But his actions post Hunger Games are not justified at all. And he's just an emotional mess. I think he manip- manipulates a lot of people to kind of get what he wants. Like I said, he's kind of like toddler vibes for me. Um, Katniss, again, Katniss chose Peta in the end. She didn't choose Gail. So maybe it was his future wife, but that's not what Suzanne wanted, I guess. So not meant to happen. But we appreciate your comment. I'm not pro hashtag die Peta die. But I can respect the reasons why you love Gail. So thanks for sharing. Okay. Um, I think we have two more comments. Okay. This is from Cherish. Cherish. Okay, queen. Uh, uh, forever jumping the TL. She said that he's kind of cute. I mean, yeah. Yeah. There's that. The movies do have that. He's probably, I mean, he's probably attractive in the books too, right? Katniss yeah. says that. He's cute. We get it. We get it, Gail. Mm-hmm. He's a looker. Yeah, but, you know, it's about more than looks. Yeah. Uh, and Cherish also said that he would kill Katniss in the Hunger Games if it came down just just the two of them, which I wholeheartedly disagree with. <laughs> yeah, I have to agree with Emily on this one. Cherish didn't give any reasons, so. Sorry, Cherish. I have to agree with Emily. <laughs> we already talked about it. It's not happening. He, he loves her too much. Also, he would be selfish because, he, well, oh, yeah, she did give a reason, actually. He would he would just be selfish because he has a ton of siblings and Katniss only has Prim. And then he takes Prim away from her. So, like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Do we have any others? Um, We do have one from AJ, who is the Hunger Games collector on Instagram. So they said, I actually didn't like slash mind Gail up until Katniss returns from the first games. I understand what his mindset is, but I don't like it, nor do I think it's good for post-games Katniss. I think he had a hard time understanding where her mindset was, but I also think that he didn't really try to understand her either. I think he was blinded by his own selfishness and projected that onto Katniss. It's a shame because I think a Katniss-Gail platonic uh, friendship post-games and during the rebellion would have been really cool to see. However, I certainly appreciate the symbolic conflict it brings to the story. That, I could not have said better. Yeah, I agree with that a lot. Well, I think it just comes down to, like, again, he was just such a sore loser. Like, the stakes at that point was not, like, a romantic relationship when Katniss got back from the games. The stakes were her mental well-being and, like, healing from such a traumatic life experience. And he just kind of went like, oh, so you love PETA now? That's it? Like, and she's like, no, that's not the deal here. Like, that was an act. She explains it to him. And yet he just refuses Mm -hmm. to see it. And because he doesn't get his way, he throws a pity party and then gaslights Katniss into thinking that everything is her fault. And like, she has to love him. She has to pick one of them. Mind you, she's 16 at the time, 16, 17. So it's like, yeah, she's so young. It's like, let her, do you realize that she killed kids? And then it's like, oh, wait, no, Gail actually believed in killing kids. Or like, was the same thing as killing animals. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. Just so much negativity. Mm. This, let this woman yeah. go through her mental, her emotions. Try and re- reflect and grow as a human instead of pushing her into like being in this really awful relationship with you. So that's that. Oh, yeah. That was a perfect comment. <laughs> so you are also welcome into our Gale Hate Club. Seriously. Yes, welcome. It's going to be a group. <laughs> hey, guys. Welcome. So glad you're here. So I guess, should we just talk about Gale kind of in the order of, like, starting with the Hunger Games? Because both of us have a better opinion. Like, he's just fine in the Hunger Games. And so, like, I think starting off there would be good. Yeah. I was rereading... Um, well, I reread a lot of Gale scenes mm-hmm. <laughs> for this episode. And actually, there's, I feel like there's a cute, like, it's kind of cute when they meet for the first time and we, like, see them on the morning of the reaping and how they're interacting. I, I kind of wish that we had gotten mm-hmm. more Gale 
and Katniss at the beginning of the Hunger Games because it's it's not very much to go off of, to be honest. And it's a lot of like telling and not showing like what happened between them and saying, oh, this is what their relationship is. Mm-hmm. And it's developed over, you know, how many years and we don't really see as much of it. It's just Katniss like giving us a summary of what their relationship is. But rereading that scene, like, there's some cute moments, like, when they do the and may the odds be ever in your favor, like, just in the movie, it's a lot more somber, I guess, and in the book, they're kind of just having a fun, like, silly moment, they're, like, playing up the the fact that they have to joke about it, and he, like, or they're eating berries, and, like, he, like, throws it to her, and she, like, catches it in her mouth, and I'm like, oh, it's so cute! Yeah! (laughs) Like, the relationship is, like, like yeah. fun. Like you can see that they really enjoy hanging out together. But then at the same time, they it's clear I think that they butt heads a lot and like definitely argue because even in that short interaction, we see their little argument about having kids and Katniss gets irritated right away and then Gail gets, I mean, angry back right away at the same time. So you can see that they, I don't know, I think from the start, it it kind of shows that they're not really a good match for each other. Yeah, and I think that's what I liked about that, because even in just that short interaction, it's proving to us why they work as friends and why they don't work as, like, romantic partners, you know? Because he's... Like, when you first, like, when I first read about their relationship, I just thought he was, like, a comforting character. Like, I really thought that he was, like, what home is for Katniss. He's a big part of that experience and that safety and um, just, like, having trust in someone. And so I think it was hard for me, like, how the movie just, like, pushes it right away, you know, like, compared to the books because I mean just how we see Gale like there, like you said there's so little time to get to know him and their relationship and because like it's not really told in the movie as much because we're not reading it um it definitely more so like pushes and forces this almost like romantic relationship and expectation that I think carries out through the movies a lot more than it does in the books so we really don't get much more gale in the hunger games (laughs) no see i love like one of my favorite shots from the first movie is when prim's on gale's shoulders and you see them like when they kenneth is getting back from the games like that his smile is so wholesome like that's what i want to read about that's the gale i want to see i want to see like the loving and caring and supporting character that like he could have been Instead, he, like, forces himself and, like, forces this relationship on Katniss that she clearly doesn't want or need at the time. And so, like, just, like, that little moment is so wholesome in the first book because, like, just imagine if he had been a friend and had been there to support her and they had more moments like that. I think it would have been, it would have built his character a lot better. Do we get that at the end of the Hunger Games book? Like, she sees everybody? I don't know. And it ends, it ends, like, and dreading, like, the moment that I have to let go. Oh, yeah, because they're on the train. Right? Fake fan alert. Fake fan alert. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember the PETA parts, okay? <laughs> Same. Yeah, because it's, like, they're preparing for the cameras and dreading the moment when I finally have to let them go. Yeah, they don't even see, like, the crowd, really. Like, they they don't have that moment. It's, like, right. it ends right before. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I like how they added that in the movie. Yeah. Well, they really Cause... needed to. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, it's like, what is Liam going to do in the movie? (laughs) Just, like, vibe and, like, be in the mines. Like, that one shot where they're in the cave scene and, like, it pans to his face. And he's just, like, "Mm." and it's just, like, sad Gale. (laughs) Like, (laughs) those are so funny. (laughs) Like, it's just, like, moments like that. It makes it seem like they're in a relationship. And, like, that's why his heart is broken, you know? Because we don't get to know that they're just friends as much. Yeah, yeah, because we don't get that inner dialogue from, from Katniss, like, in the book. See, like, what I would have wanted so much if we did see Gale and Katniss post 
Hunger Games, like she comes back from the games. I would have wanted to see him like coming to her house as much as he possibly could. Like I know he like started in the mines like six days a week afterwards, but like I know he saves Sundays for her, but like just like little acts of kindness or like thoughts that he's like thinking about her. I don't know. It just felt like when we hear how he's like back in the mines all the time, like I can't imagine how tiring that would be, but like, I don't know. I just wanted him to like try and like do little things to like prove to her that he was there for her because like she needed support in that moment and like he knew Katniss a lot better than anyone else at the time. And so it's just like, I really wish that he would have been that character that was there for her. Yeah, in Catching Fire, he's already acting like it's over and he's he's lost and Mm -hmm. he's, he's angry right away. Yeah. And it's like, well, she's never gonna <laughs> she's never gonna pick you now. I mean Well, he's like a kicked puppy. It's like, um, give her some time. Like the time between the Hunger Games and Catching Fire is six months roughly. So it's like she's not just gonna be perfectly okay, perfectly ready to move on and be in a relationship, even if like Snow had allowed her to be in one and they didn't say that that was her cousin. I will say though, I feel like Gail is like a step ahead in realizing that Katniss and Peter are like gonna have to get married. And Katniss doesn't realize that, like she has that moment of realization like a little bit into Catching Fire and I think Gail's already there. Like he knows it's it's never gonna pan out in a public way. But it's mm-hmm. like they could have, you know, if if Katniss did choose him, they could have had a relationship in secret or something. Like, I don't know. There were ways. <laughs> yeah, and it was just like, he almost blames her. And like, the whole point... He does. It feels like he blames her. It's just like... And it's not her fault at so all. So gaslighting of him to do. Like, you think about, like, their, like Katniss and Peeta's relationship in the first Hunger Games. Peeta has feelings for Katniss. Katniss does not have feelings for Peeta. She cares for him as a person and as a friend at some point. Like, that's as far as their, like, her personal relationship goes towards him. But it's, like, she did that. She acted as, like, the love, like, the lovers from District 12 because her life depended on it and Peeta's life depended on it. Like, Gail is so selfish to put that blame on her and continually do so it's not just like once and then she clears it up and then he's like oh okay that makes sense like he perpetuates like the situation over and over and over it's just like mm-hmm. Gil, you don't realize that she literally did this to save everyone's lives like she talks about if somehow she had survived and then had to kill Peta and then came back to district 12 half the district would hate her because she murdered her district partner you know like she never had it easy in the way that she had to get out of the games. And so I'm just like, that's the one thing that I'm so furious about him for. It's like, that was for survival and you told her to survive and that's what she did. And we even, we see that so clearly paralleled with Peta and his reaction to everything and how he responds totally different. Mm. I mean, he is angry at at the beginning, like at the end of um, the Hunger Games and at the beginning of Catching Fire as well, he's he's upset that Katniss you know, pretended for the cameras, but he goes away, like, he thinks about it on his own, and he comes to that realization, and, and he has more of a right to be upset about the whole thing than Gail does, because Gail, Gail and Katniss never had any relationship. Gail wasn't involved. Just, you know, Gail's feelings on his side, whereas Katniss did pretend to, to like PETA in the arena. So I can understand that he's upset, but she did it to survive, mm-hmm. you know, same explanation that she gives to both of them. Mm-hmm. And PETA goes away, he thinks about it, and he comes back and he's like, okay, you know, you're right. Like, let's be friends. Yeah. And he appreciates the fact that she saved his life by putting on that act because mm-hmm. he could pretend all he wanted that he was in love with her, but she also had to like reciprocate those feelings in some way. And so... If she doesn't actually have feelings, she's just going to have to pretend to have those feelings because it is a yeah, show. Yeah, so it's like, Gail, just be happy she's alive. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> like she made it back. He's like, oh, go off and murder all these kids. It's no different than killing animals, Katniss. And then he's like mad at her that she like has a showman. The way she went about yeah. it. Yeah. I'm like, ah. it's almost like, it's almost a little sexist to me in that way because like he wants to, her to survive by any means possible. But like the one means that she has... It's like mm, she uses her 
femininity. Yeah, and he gets mad at her for it. And like, like I said, it would have been a completely different conversation had Gail been like, what the heck, Katniss, when she got back. She explains it once. He sits on it, like, takes it in like Peta did, and then understands her, or, like, tries to understand and, like, talks to her more. But instead, she tells him he gets mad, he shuts down, he puts this wall on, pity me. And then she keeps telling him, like, no, like, I had to survive, I'm telling you this. And he keeps putting that wall up. It's like, dude, come on. Oh, so much respect lost for Gail, like, at the beginning of Catching Fire. They do have a nice, like, kiss, though. Like, I, I read that again, and it seemed like Katniss was kind of into it. <laughs> Katniss was emotionally unstable during that period, though. <laughs> I know, but she's like, like, oh, I, like, somehow, suddenly I find, like, my hands are on his chest, and, like, I'm thinking about his lips. <laughs> we get it. He's hot. We get it. Like, Liam Hemsworth <laughs> is a hot man. We get it, Katniss. We're not shaming you, but, I mean, she's a young woman, too. She's learning about these, like, emotions and feelings for different people, and so you can't penalize her there, I guess, so go after it for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Like Try Cherish said, he is hot. Uh, I, I kind of like that moment. Okay. Emily's like on the Gale train now. <laughs> She's like, bye. <laughs> but yeah. I, I think for me though, like where I get, like, I mean, we're in talking about catching fire now. Where I get really upset is where he kisses her and that scene where he's like, oh, I knew you'd do that because I'm in pain. Like that is, that is the worst scene I hate it so much. Gail is so nasty. That that is just so toddler Gail. So toddler Gail. Like, then why? Like, she kissed you and then you complain about it. So what do you want from her? Like, what do you want, Gail? What do you want? Because the same situation happens in Mockingjay, too. I don't know. This man's complicated. He's he's angry at her for picking someone that she hasn't even, like, chosen. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, so, of course, she's never going to pick you. Yeah, he just, like... <laughs> You're digging your own grave. Yeah, he has this weird claim on her where it's, like, like you said... He's like, oh, you pity me. Like, you feel bad for me. And then in Mockingjay, it's like, you only kiss people when they're hurt. Or like, you only kiss me when I'm hurt. It's like, dude, what do you want? Do you want her to kiss you? Do you want her to, like, leave you? Like, I think you're really having some, like, emotional problems. That he needs to see a therapist and talk through these, like, emotional pains through. Because he's just... Mm-hmm. Because he's angry at yeah. the world. Like, he he's angry at the way that things are and... Like, I get that, but he takes it so much out on Katniss. Not healthy. It's, it's, yeah, so unhealthy. In any form, like, even in a friendship. Like, that's not healthy in the mental state, especially that she's in. So, I don't know. And then, like, but part of me in Catching Fire, like, one of my favorite parts to read is the, the first chapter of Catching Fire, where she goes to visit Hazel, and Hazel talks about, like, oh, well, his Sundays are reserved for you, like... That is just, like, a really wholesome moment. And, like, I just, I don't like Gail, but I like the idea of him being there and, like, them sharing those friendship moments and her being able to, like, have that safe space to talk to him about what happened with her. Um, He experiences her PTSD firsthand when she shoots the Mm -hmm. turkey and it's Marvel and she has, like, this huge moment. Like, again, like I said, Gail knows her so well at this point that it's, like, why does she have to feel these romantic feelings for you? Why can't she just be a human experiencing trauma and you be there to support her? Because if you want her in the end, then you can't just be forcing yourself into this relationship status all the time. Like, PETA does not do that. Like you said, PETA just takes some time. He sits He sits back. He reflects. Does some painting. Yes. Does some baking. <laughs> he sleeps with the windows open. You know, like he's relaxing. Double knots his shoelaces. <laughs> no sugar in that man's tea. He is just vibing on his own. And then Gail's over here starting like World War Three with an emotionally unavailable woman. Like I think he just like he just doesn't know what else to do. Mm-hmm. He just puts all his energy into you know, fight, fight, fight. And Katniss is, like, done fighting. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's 
they're just such polar opposites but it's so interesting because they're like they're not polar opposites like they're the same character but they react differently because of their experience but because of like what Mm -hmm. what Katniss went through it's just like come on man if you want it to happen don't rush it you you kids are young (laughs) take some time but but then like tomorrow she's getting married to Peta. true true (laughs) which is a problem of itself it's just it's it's all messed up up. (laughs) i think i always forget that they are literally between the ages of 16 and 18 when i read these books i'm just like oh yeah they are children they're kids yeah yeah anyway gail just has some daddy issues he's working through and he just doesn't know where to put all his emotions at so and he throws it on Katniss which is why we hate him (laughs) yes it's a problem always if you're pushing that much problem that's that much of your problems onto someone else and doing so in such a negative and like non-productive way but if like I said this woman is coming back from a war like give her some time dude give her some time yeah that's interesting you put it put it that way i mean we know the arena's a war but it's like she's coming back from war and he wants to go into war mm-hmm. and start one so that's why the, they're like headspace is just it's such a different place and so conflicting let's just imagine couples therapy between the two had they ended up together <laughs> just her like um he actually killed my sister and just some family drama, no big deal. But I guess that brings us into Mockingjay, where it is his book and movie to shine. Like, Liam Hensworth really got that starring role in the movies because Gail is here always. Yeah. Just because PETA Poor is not Liam, there. Just waiting. Yeah. <laughs> waiting for Mockingjay so he could actually do something. Literally. But he still doesn't even do that much. It just makes <laughs> me... Reading Mockingjay ma- makes me hate Gail even more. Like... So I start up here with liking Gale at the beginning of Hunger Games. And then it just goes down, down, down. <laughs> like, yeah, this man is just so, like, Suzanne talks about how he is the fire. And he is the fire. There's no other way to put him. He is just wanting more. He is wanting hate. He is wanting, like, what he wants. He is so passionate about it. He has these goggles on. He can't see anything outside the goggles. The thing, the bomb he builds, I mean, like, did he intend for it to kill Prim? No. Did it kill Prim? Yes. You know, it's like, this man had a goal, and he didn't care how how he would have to get to that goal. He just had to get there. And in the end, he kills Prim. So, I don't know. And then the whole book, one of the, one of the points in particular, particular that stands out to me is when they're at District 2 talking about, like, they're trying to get District 2 to surrender. The nut? The nut, yeah. They're, like, trying to get people... Yeah, I kind of want to find this part. Like, because there's, like, a really important Gale moment there. I think that's one of the Cause... most upsetting... There's a lot of upsetting moments with Gale. Yeah. But rereading Mockingjay, it just talks about how Katniss wants them to have the ability to surrender and leave. I just don't like saying leave the nut. <laughs> Katniss wants them to be able to surrender and leave the nut. And, um... The district two people choose to but gail's saying there, like well they didn't give us a chance to evacuate district 12 and like i didn't have a chance to surrender and all those dead people in district 12 didn't have a chance to surrender and it's just like um well they weren't like technically the ones who were bombing you like the whole war is against the capital like he just holds grudges against these people who probably most of them in there assumingly didn't even touch anything that happened in district 12 you know so it's just like he's just such a a hate-filled person that it just drives him to like always want to hurt other people and get back at them for his own losses i just passed the part that's like finnick maybe some pants (laughs) that's a good part That's a happy moment. It's a great part. <laughs> Chapter 15. This is when they're just dis- debating it. He goes, so BT says, the majority of the workers are citizens from two. So what? Says Gail. We'll never be able to trust them again. And then Lime says, they should at least have the chance to surrender. Gail says, well, that's a luxury we weren't given when they fire bomb 12. But you're all so much cozier with the capital here, says Gail. It's just like, he's just it's so just straight awful. up revenge. Yes. And like, uh, it just makes me so frustrated. Katniss goes, 
Gail, then that's an old mine. It'd be like causing a massive coal mining incident. And he goes, um, but not so quick as the one that killed our fathers. Is that everyone's problem that our enemies might have a few hours to reflect on the fact that they're dying instead of just being blown to bits? It's like, he is just so filled with awfulness and hate and like this disgusting, like the passion is no longer for like a free world. The passion is just for revenge. Yeah, he doesn't care about human life. And it's interesting, it reminds me of a scene earlier in Mockingjay, I think, where I can't remember exactly what Gail says, but he says something about, like, well, after all of this, like, there won't be any people left. And then Katniss is like, that sounds like something that Peta would say, and, like, you were really angry at him for saying something like that. It's like, he's so hypocritical. Yeah. And the fact that he gets so mad at, at Peta at first when Peta is being forced by the Capitol to say these things. Like, I know everyone gets mad. Oh my gosh, that, that movie scene, the, like, I would never say what he yeah, just said. Yeah, it's like, like not with a gun to my head it's like let's put the gun to your head let's bring you to the capital let's put you in that position and let's see how you act because i don't think so like you you're talk the talk but like can you walk the walk yeah because then it's like then you'd be dead and like for what for nothing yeah exactly like you wouldn't be able to get your revenge yeah so just so many problems with this man so many problems. I know. I don't. There's like no good scenes of Gail and Mockingjay at no, all. No, and oh, the worst part. So that is my second second worst Gail part. The absolute worst part is the end of Mockingjay. We're talking post Prim's death, and he doesn't come to see her. Yeah. To be honest, like, cause you've talked about this this part a little bit, like not in so much detail, but before, and I had never really. Because I had a lot of reasons to hate, hate Gail, but when you explained this at the end, like, I just never had seen it that way before. When you compared to, okay, if PETA had done something like this, mm-hmm. he would be there. He would be there. Yes. And, like, Anyone Gail would wasn't. be there. Like, Gail is supposedly the closest person in her life when we see her for the first time in The Hunger Games. I have such a hard time saying that he is the one who killed Prim. I, d- I do too. I've always struggled with that. I'm like, uh, he didn't, because in my, in my view, okay, they are in a war. It's not like, you can't be a pacifist. Like, they have to win the war somehow. Somebody's got to make the mm-hmm. bombs. Like, you know, it, it's his job. And mm-hmm. that's what he's, you know, he was skilled mm-hmm. in that area. Okay. So, him killing Prim, I just don't, I I don't see it that way. He did have a hand in it, and it's unfortunate that he was tied to it so much. But then he was just so selfish about Mm -hmm. it afterward. Like, like you're saying, I mean, you can talk about the the scene. Okay, so page 366 in my book, we stand there face to face, not meeting each other's eyes. Katniss says, you didn't come to see me in the hospital. He doesn't answer, so I finally just say it. Was it your bomb? I don't know. Neither does BT, he says. Does it matter? You'll always be thinking about it. He waits for me to deny it. I want to deny it, but it's true. Even now, I can see the flash that ignites her, feel the heat of the flames, and I will never be able to separate that moment from Gail. My silence is my answer. That was the one thing that I had going for me, taking care of your family, he says. Shoot straight, okay? He touches my cheek and leaves. Like, that's the last we hear of Gail. And, like, as much as I have a hard time with Gail, like, obviously we're here because we don't like Gail, but that's so heartbreaking for me that his final goodbye is so short and just another pity party. It's like the last thing he says to her is, oh, you're never going to pick me because I killed your sister and you're going to tie that to me forever. It's like, no, I'm never going to pick you because you do this every single time. Yeah. continue to do it. So, like, you never even tried to understand or, like, make this actually work in any way. I will always defend that point that, like, he could have came back and seen her. Any, like, I know she doesn't want to see him probably. But she could have given him the the choice or give yeah. her the choice yeah which to say Peter would. i can't Peter see would you come and say mm-hmm. like you know let's talk you know what do you need from me basically and then mm-hmm. if she needed space Peter would give her that space and like come back you know when the time was right but 
he was just so selfish and so, like, angry at himself that he didn't really care what Katniss, like, needed or wanted. He just assumes. It's just so hard for me because, again, like, I had respect for him at the beginning of the series. And if anything, you want them to have, like, that friendship and that support because that's what they offer each other at the beginning. But it's just because of his own need to, like, pity himself and Mm -hmm. destroy his relationship with Katniss unless he gets in her pants, which I guess is a true statement. Then it's like, that's actually reflecting (laughs) on all these points. I definitely agree a lot more that he did just want to get in her pants because he wants to be in a relationship. Like, that's the only reason that he likes her. He doesn't even really No, like, I mean, like, he does. But I feel like once we get to Catching Fire, it's either he wants to be, like, in a relationship with her forever and live happily ever after with her or he wants nothing to do with her. So it's kind of like, really? (laughs) Really, man? Take some time to mourn, but, like, you don't need to be her her everything. Mm, Yeah, it definitely seems like he doesn't. I mean, he doesn't want a friendship with her just a friendship Mm -hmm. like that's not good enough so yeah it's just like the end of Mockingjay is its whole discussion too because it's so like probably Suzanne's best writing in my opinion just seeing inside Katniss's mind post everything I don't know I'm just like honestly interested to know if like they ever stayed in touch like down the line if like whoever maybe he ended up with someone if he ended having having kids or Maybe one day, like, visiting Katniss and Peeta. Like, I'm really curious to know, like, if they ever even talk to each other again, which is something so dramatic. Like, even thinking about it makes me really sad to think that they would never talk to each other again. But I don't know. It just kind of breaks my heart. I feel like eventually, like, they have to know that each other is is okay. Like, maybe they write, like, a letter, like, every once mm-hmm. in a while. Like, this, you know, kind of like people send out, like, Christmas cards like with stuff that happened like throughout the year Uh. like sort of but like that it's not personal you know (laughs) gail's christmas card i killed prim (laughs) i think they somehow like get updates on like you know that they're alive and like if they had a kid or like something maybe it's through through somebody else he's like another i found (laughs) another brunette woman so i'm feeling a lot better Maybe Katniss would be friends with with Gail's wife. <laughs> like Gail and Peta just like sitting in the corner. That would be the most uncomfortable like like family friend dinner. You know what I mean? So like, let's just set the scene. So Gail comes back to visit District Twelve with his lovely wife. We'll say he has two kids. You know, two or three kids. He wanted a few kids, and the like Peta's kids, like the the penis kids, are out playing with like the Gail's kids. They're Maybe all they friends. friends. Katniss is talking to the wife. Blah blah blah. And then Gail and Peta are sitting in the corner, trying endlessly to create a conversation. <laughs> like, just imagine how awkward. <laughs> Like, remember the what? war <laughs> yeah what would they even say to each other i feel like gail would like not even talk to him you'd just be like remember when you wanted me dead <laughs> literally i guess she picked yeah. you like like what would they even talk about the last conversation they had was about katniss picking whoever she can't survive without so peter goes he like raises his glass he's like i guess she can't survive without you peter good job like she's surviving <laughs> i feel like they'd talk about their kids how uncomfy and I feel like Gail would be, like, the, like, PTA dad that would be, like, so... Probably. Well, little Johnny is off doing blah, blah, blah. Like, trying to, like, talk up his kids so much more just because he's bitter. Oh, but Peter would, like, talk up his kids, too. But, like, in a cute way. There's Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I talk about, like, PTA dad, PTA mom, they're like, oh, my kid is off at Harvard. Like, what's your kid up to? Like, Peter would just be like, yeah, they learned how Mom, to fingerprint. Some cookies last <laughs> <laughs> Like, that would be so wholesome. And Gail would probably just be like, well, he's actually number one at the academy in District 2. Like, no big deal. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just because he's bitter that he didn't get Katniss. And that poor wife would probably be, like, awkwarded out. Because if, he, if she found out that relationship, she's like, oh, so there was, like, a love triangle? And I'm, like, second pick? Okay, cool. Yeah. I don't know. Just a fun little headcanon for everyone. (laughs) Random tangent, but I just think it's interesting how a lot of things, like as we've been doing our ballad reread, I keep bringing up Gail, like things that Coriolanus says, Mm -hmm. keep reminding me 
of things that Gail says, and I think it just, like, further solidifies my belief that they're, like, the same personality type. <laughs> oh, yeah. ISTJs, aren't they? Uh, no, that's Katniss. Katniss is I... Well, okay. Oh, I said that Snow was an ISTJ. <laughs> See, I said that uh, Gail was an E-N... INTJ? No, it's INTJ. INTJ. Whereas... It, it's so it's young president snow is INTJ. Oh, okay yeah. and gail is intj and snow becomes istj was katniss is ISTJ. yeah so gail is a little bit of a sociopath a little bit a little bit <laughs> not afraid to say a little bit it. it's fine it's fine yeah but i mean that's like our look at gail through the whole series i mean are there any other like points at which you were amazed by Gail's actions like do we have like a highlight reel of Gail we want to talk about like I don't want people who love Gail to hate this episode I just want them to know that good moments I mean okay but the cute moment at the beginning when he's like throwing the berries and she like catches it in her mouth like that's yeah. super cute <laughs> super cute talked about the movie prim on his shoulders like waving we see a, an actual smile the raping where they're like interacting he's like mouthing the words to her like i'm just like victory like this like slow Cute. like montage in my head of like the happy gail moments and it's like a very short clip but like it exists <laughs> someone needs to make that video <laughs> <laughs> it just like ends abruptly <laughs> it's just like shows it prim ends with exploding <laughs> whoops <laughs> i mean i always like seeing them in in the Mockingjay movies fighting together mm-hmm. badass like it moments gives a glimpse of like how cool it would have been to see them team up together if they were both in the arena like they're pretty in mm-hmm. sync like when in district eight and he's got his crossbow and like she's got her bow like yeah. they're gonna take down those hovercrafts like you know guarding each other and yeah in Mockingjay part two like they're gonna go off together like it's obvious you know he wants to help her out and Mm -hmm. run off with her they always just have this like unspeakable connection I guess like they can just read each other's minds and it's a beautiful relationship that they have like in the sense that they can communicate in that way like they just know what the other's thinking Mm -hmm. which Katniss and Peeta don't really have like, they have to talk it out. But it makes it more disappointing, like I said, that Gale isn't there for her post-games because he can sense how she's feeling. Like, even though he, he didn't live through through the experiences and he doesn't know what they were like, he, he still senses something's wrong, clearly. Obviously, something is wrong, regardless of how she's acting. And he doesn't attempt to even try and, mm-hmm. like... He doesn't, like, acknowledge it or any, or give her the choice. Give her, like, the agency to figure out what she wants to do, which is what... Which is what PETA would do. That is why we love PETA. We stand PETA here. The PETA Love Club. <laughs> but I really hope, like, for Gail lovers and Gail supporters, please don't hate this episode. We just, I felt like we've talked enough about why we're anti Gail. And <laughs> on our live, wasn't it like, one of our lives last week someone asked who our favorite character was i thought it was so funny and emily said holly's is everyone except for gail and i was just like i need to explain why it's everyone except gail like we just have to be (laughs) did i say that yeah you said that or no maybe cherish or somebody in the chat like i feel like it was somebody who knew me pretty well cherish it must have been cherish it was cherish or you because it was somebody who knows me quite well and so i just like I mean, true. I got to explain why I don't like him and why I love 100% of the other characters. But just know that you are entitled to your own opinion. I want to always learn and understand why people love him because we need to add to this highlight reel of Gale. I'm <laughs> just like, I don't, I don't know anything else to say about Gale. I'm trying to think if there's any like more like moments that I really like between the two of them. But honestly, I feel like other than them at the beginning of the hunger games and their little like kiss like what i think it's cute all right like she needed to try it (laughs) and then them like when they're in that fighting situation together and like that's when they have you really like see their connection like you said i don't really think i have any other (laughs) i just i've just been like looking at the gale poster behind you like the big one while you talk and like i feel like he's like staring me down like trying to get me to say something nice about him like he's like intimidating he's like (laughs) 
Yeah. He's like, <laughs> so what he looks like. Like, don't approach him in the bar. Like, scary man. <laughs> yeah, I, I have way too much. I, I realized putting up posters behind me this week that I have I have way too much Gail, Gail stuff. That's what I said to you. I was like, I just have this. Like, I couldn't find anything See, else. I'm surprised you have something from Catching Fire. Like, all of mine, at least, is from when I kind of like Gail. <laughs> yeah. In the first movie, but you have a Catching Fire. It's only... He always has that one look on his face. It's like the eyebrows, like, kind of like... <laughs> He's, like, smolder. It's, it's the smolder. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He's like Flynn, Flynn Rider. <laughs> but... To be honest with you, the only reason I have this is because it was, like, the collectible covers for the Entertainment Weekly. Oh, do you have, like, the multiple? I had to get all of them. And so I had to get the Gale one. Nice. Yeah. So there was no reason why I picked Gale and didn't get any of the other ones. So that's the only Gale merch I have. Yeah, I have Men of the Hunger Games. Oh, yeah. I have that one. Which all of all of the posters I have, I'm pretty sure it came in Men of the Hunger Games. So... But like Peta's arms in that I... poster or in that that shot right Yo, there. Peta looks good. He looks nice. <laughs> I don't know. He's a short king. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I have for Gail. Hopefully people don't hate us after hearing this episode. Yeah. I don't have anything else to add. I think that's all I got. Gail Hate Club. Gail Hate Club. <laughs> yes. Let us know if you want to be initiated if you're listening to this after the fact and didn't send us a comment. It's really easy to get in. We accept everyone who hates Gail, so everyone's welcome but if you love gail like and you have a reason that we didn't address let us know because you know we'll we'll talk about it in the future yeah we didn't really talk about how he saves everybody wait that's that's Mm -hmm. his highlight that's his biggest moment that's another highlight except he only saves people from the scene Yeah, he doesn't save madge so he doesn't save peter's family on purpose hot take i don't know hot take hot take (laughs) (laughs) hot take i think he did on purpose Mm -hmm. but that's just me (laughs) should we talk about next week's episode emily do you want to introduce next week's episode um yeah so next week we are going to be talking about hunger games arenas so all of the different arenas that we see in the book maybe ranking them talking about like pros and cons um how what maybe what our approach would be in that arena and then we might be game makers a little bit next week and come up with our own some of our own arena ideas so that might be kind of fun yeah i'm super excited gonna be dr gall next week Ah, emily scares (laughs) me with how much she wants to cosplay dr gall guys that is my cosplay i have moved on from effie effie was great now i'm gonna be it's all all about dr gall i'm so scared <laughs> i've already started like getting some different like cosplay items Stop. that i've got coming in the mail and i'm totally starting a dr gall instagram account i'm so excited for this but i'm also very scared to be around you while wearing that Good. cosplay you, sh- you should be hopefully it's scary that's the goal <laughs> yeah. creepy definitely a change up from effie too from, like, fashionable to, like, horrifying. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Well, I can't wait. But in the meantime, join us. Perfect bridge again to our Mockingjay Monday book read-along. We're reading Ballad right now. So come read about Dr. Gall with us. And that's at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on our Instagram. So join us there. And until then, have a great week. Have a great week and we'll... See you guys next time.